let's talk about our friendship in a way that's metaphorical, spins positively, but uh, it's like walking the plank. You don't know if the positive is finally getting to jump <laughs> or <laughs> you get reeled back in. The, the plank goes back into the ship and you're still on the plank. I feel like you just did the in the music. <laughs> did I? <laughs> While describing how to do the in the music. <laughs> I'm having a weird day. Uh, so there I it is. I feel like all you need to do is phrase that a little differently and that's it. <laughs> Fra- rephrase it for me. I don't even know what I said. If you could. Our friendship is like walking the plank, according to Jason. <laughs> you don't know if <laughs> it's a benefit to get a jump and leave the ship or... It might be a negative, and they reel you back into the ship. And our friendships are like that. We're going to find out now. We're going to find out if, if the it's friendship- a good thing or bad thing. Yeah, if the friendship is the ocean or the ship. We don't know. <laughs> Tell me your least favorite animal's bedtime snack. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it the le- <laughs> Is it the least favorite snack of an animal I eat? Like, I hate, like, eating bear right before I go to bed? Or is it, like, I hate bears and they happen to eat honey right before they go to bed? It's, you You hate eating bears that have, <laughs> that normally eat something, something for their dinner. Okay. Um, I guess I hate uh, robins who ate, who eat worms right before they go to bed. Early bird catches the worm unless they ate it at bedtime that was our clap from a distance (laughs) hello (laughs) so good (laughs) so what were you gonna tell me is now the proper time yeah i can tell you in a minute but i have a great introduction for you oh is that really the case i'll be the judge of that that's really that's really the case (laughs) all right introduce me away Fighting out of Benton, North Iowa, entering the ring now is a longtime We're Gonna Stay Friends fighter. His current professional record sits at 143 and 1. At 28 years old, he is 5 feet, 9 inches, and 3 quarters tall, weighing in at 170, 178 stout pounds with a combat experience in karate, sarcasm, self pity, and crippling anxiety. Please welcome <laughs> Fenner. Benjamin, I can design a logo for your small business, Hanks. And walking in from the opposite corner, everyone knows him by his hundreds of nicknames that each tell stories of victories past. A few of them, notable ones being the Fists of Flail. What an unimaginable spectacle that fight was. The Hundred Pounds of Feathers. Since that victory, he carries a sack of feathers everywhere as an extension of his psyche. The Historian. His left hook delivers systematic teardowns of mind and motor function, and his right hook will send you to the past. Author of the best-selling book, The One Who Hits, The One Who Sits, The One Who Quits, which he performs live readings in libraries across the country. He's performing today, doing research for his much-anticipated sequel, It's AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first of all, yours was better. Well, mine wasn't nothing, no truth in it. Yours actually I think the only thing that was truthful... About yours was where you were fighting out of your age and your name. <laughs> Actually, I think you got my age wrong, too. Aren't you 28? Uh, I'm 27, I believe. I'm 28. <laughs> well, I'm 25, I believe. <laughs> and your, your birthday is like 11 days after mine. So. 
I feel like you got your age wrong. You're actually 28. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm going to be terrified if I'm not. I think you should do your research. Let's do it know. right now. I guess I'm turning 28. Right? We turned 28 this year? We're turning 28 this year. Yep. You're 27, man. Oh, you God. did it. You did it. This is a normal thing, though, I think, because I've done this, too. When I was 25, I thought I was 26 for the entire year. <laughs> so you've thought you, you've you been 26 for two years of your life, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just like you've been 28 for two years. Well, will be. <laughs> will be. <laughs> I don't know. I might just stick on the regular path and just have never been 27. <laughs> You'll just always be one year older than you actually are. The worst is going to be when I like, like something's going to be age based. Like I'm going to re- try to retire like right at like retirement age. I'm going to like call AARP and they're going to be like, no, dude, you still got 18 months. Yeah. What, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you not only about? did you forget what, what year you forgot what month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're born in June, dude. It's September. <laughs> I was thinking like maybe you like get the record for oldest person alive. You're actually <laughs> off by a year. That would be the best way to go down <laughs> publicly and uh, attempt to get some type of record. <laughs> uh, so what's up, dude? Uh, How's it going? Uh, I'm good, dude. So two nights ago was the Lyrid meteor shower. Did you hear anything about that? No, I did not hear anything about it. It must not have been that cool. I hear about all the cool stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're pretty well connected. Well, they Uh, connect me. I don't ask for it. I'm just like, they come to me. They're like, will you please uh, knight this essentially as cool? And I'm like, well, convince me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you're stingy with your power. It'd be terrible if you just willy-nilly knighted things cool. If everything was cool, then nothing's cool. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you given our podcast your stamp of cool? Just out of curiosity. I am the line. I'm the last line of defense of cool. And no, we're not cool. Not yet. We got to convince me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're one year strong, I guess, right? (laughs) If you didn't get convinced in the first year, I don't think the next one's going to do it. (laughs) If only we had someone who had 28 years of experience under their belt to convince me of this podcast's cool factor. <laughs> That's what we're missing is a, a, a level of maturity that two 27-year-olds can't find. Yeah, it's just this one little mountain. It look it looks close, but it's really far away. Kind of like all mountains. <laughs> but this is the experience mountain. You just can't get there. You can see it. You're never going to get there. The clouds look great over there. Anyways, meteor showers. <laughs> yeah, so it was one of the major meteor showers throughout this year, and it coincided with like one of the darkest nights of the month. Like the moon was only like 4% illumination. It's like, oh, this is the perfect situation to go shoot some stars. So I went out, took my old camera, set up an hour out in the country by some uh, windmills. And I did a time lapse for like two hours. It's out there for a long time. And the actual meteor shower was a little bit of a bust. It wasn't there. I saw like probably six, but like that wasn't really a lot. I was expecting to see a lot more. Question. Um, answer. Is this called Lyrids, L-Y-R-I-D-S? Yes. All right. I, I used the power of Google and determined that this happens every year in April. Yes. All right. We're on the same page now. I'm listening. My, my undivided attention is now back on you. So I go shoot it, have a nice time, enjoy the stars. Everything's good, right? And I come back and I felt really good about like what I had captured. I felt like I had had like a great exposure. I had like good 
settings. I just, I just felt good. So I immediately set my computer up. This is at like 2.30 in the morning. And I start downloading the files. And I'm like, okay, these will be ready when I wake up in a few hours. So I can like start getting this time lapse produced. So I like sleep for like six hours. I wake up and I come like right into the room. Everything's downloaded. It's looking good. Looks exactly like I liked it to look. So I start working on this time lapse, edit the photos, you know, spend like two hours working on the photos. And then I hit like export in my absolute piece of garbage. <laughs> Six-year-old computer <laughs> just screws me. It's been exporting for a full 24 hours and finished moments before our podcast kicked off, dude. Like it has been so ungodly slow because I've been like doing other things. Like I have a bunch of homework. So I'm like watching a lecture or I'm like, you know, typing up a couple papers I have or whatever. I'm like also on my computer at the same time. And these files are so big and my processor is so bad. That like if I do anything else, it's like, nah, dude, like I, I can't help you. So it literally just finished. And now I'm just waiting till we end the podcast so I can press the final button and see it. Unfortunate for you that this podcast is going to last eight to 12 hours. No. I thought that that's what we agreed on. I've never agreed to hang out with you for that period of time, <laughs> virtually or other. <laughs> I've got a piss bucket next to my chair. I've got three Nalgene's full of water. I got a coffee, a thermos of coffee, and a nice big jug of tea. And you and I also have this. It's a Rubik's Cube. That'll come back later. Uh, for entertainment when the conversation dwindles. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a visual game to bring onto a audio podcast uh -huh. uh, i also feel like other than the piss bucket you probably have the rest of those things you just mentioned around you anyways y yeah um all good stories start in a basis of truth same with all good lies <laughs> <laughs> okay so do you have a piss bucket other than the piss bucket i have everything else i'm gonna have to improvise when that happens i didn't know if i had just misdiagnosed which part was a lie maybe you only had two analogy bodies <laughs> Uh, one of them is now a piss bucket. Oh, God. That that would be my next move. That's the, the most logical next step. I was going to say your computer is actually a fighter, man. I'm, I'm surprised it's <laughs> in the running still. It didn't just decide, meh, I'm done. This is too much. Well, it actually did. It, it had crashed on me last night. It completely froze at like 9 o'clock at night, and I had to re completely reboot it. Luckily, I was at a point where I can actually just pick up the export where I left off. So I didn't like have to redo the entire process. Thank God. But yeah, it did, it did just straight up die at me at one point. I did have to start CPR this thing. When is it just going to not ever wake up again? Have you thought about that? I have been thinking about that ever since last night when it <laughs> died on me. Uh, and I'm worried. And I'm, I'm really worried. The stupid part is I like this thing a lot. I just want someone to like pull out the piece of hardware that's not working for me and just put one in that would work for me, you know? Right. And just be done with it. I don't want a new one. I just want this one to work for what I need. Because to, to get one that will work for what I need is just way too much of a process. Yeah, that's a reasonable uh, desire. Don't give me a new one. Just fix the thing that's broken and I'll keep going on with my life. Seems like we all should be doing that for everything. 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 <laughs> water, drinking water out of a, a cracked mug. Basis, uh, every story is, is uh, you know, there's a basis of truth in it, right? <laughs> so just duct tape the mug and keep drinking out of it.
Would you do that? Um, how bad's the crack? <laughs> it, it will need to be, uh, other measures will need to be addressed soon. But for right now, you have, this is a working in order mug. It doesn't look pretty. I'd have to really love love that mug. I'd have to want nothing else out of my life except to use this mug. I, I wouldn't do it. I was trying to set you up. I I wouldn't do that. I'd throw the mug off a cliff. Yeah, but we have a lot of cliffs. So. The mountain of experience. When I climb the mountain of experience, I'm going to throw this club, this mug off. So you're going to bring it with you the whole way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, this morning, remember how I said we are going to like, I was going to try to podcast this morning? Or yeah, and then you immediately balked when I said yeah. <laughs> I audible. <laughs> you were like, hey, how about Thursday morning? I was like, yep. And you were like, no. And then you like no, 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 said no. something else. I was like, okay, what, whatever. <laughs> no, I, I was planning on it. Um, but here's what happened. And and it's pretty awesome that Today, I just sent you a text, and I'm like, hey, podcast, and you're like, yeah, give me like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is out of the blue. You got, you were so prepared. Uh, but I messed up this morning. I was going to wake up at like, I don't know, a reasonable time, let's say 6.45. That's when I set the alarm, around thereabouts. And uh, I've been having trouble like sleeping, um, side note. So I've been having trouble waking up. And today was no different right when uh right when it went on i looked at it and i'm like i got plenty of time i don't need to wake up this early so i was like i could do 20 more minutes of some z's i got that in me so i set the alarm for 20 more minutes and my groggy state i just whispered aloud to myself jason what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive (laughs) And I giggled, and I went back to sleep, and then I woke up at 10. (laughs) It sounds like you knew what was happening all along, and you willingly (laughs) entered into this scenario. (laughs) I, it was, it was crazy. I said that, I laughed, I'm like, oh my god, I'm right. But I still thought I was going to wake up. It was a weird, weird thing. That's, uh. (laughs) So thanks for, uh. I don't even know, I don't have words. Yeah, I don't either. I thought you would appreciate it. Thanks for being ready is what I'm getting at at any time. You were on, you were on point today. Someone had someone of us had to be because it wasn't me. Hey, I'm just here to make sure you get sleep. So as soon as you know you you get all the sleep you need, you let me know when you're ready to get down to business. Okay. Anytime? Anytime. Can I take a nap right now? Yeah, sure. I'll just sit here and I'll keep talking. Can you whisper me to sleep? Sing me a lullaby? Yeah, but y- you're going to have to keep your recorder going, and I'm going to keep mine going, and I'm going to give you like four hours of audio. You're going to have to sit through and edit out various silent spots, you know, to get the podcast going. So you decide if it's worth it. Life is always a give and take. Sounds good, but you know, I'm making more work for me later. I don't know, man. It's a tough one. That feels like my whole life recently is just making more work for myself later. <laughs> right now? Why? Well, because I have like nothing going on, but I have like a lot going on at the same time. So, like, all this homework that's getting assigned, and it's, like, just a lot more busy work, but I have had these two, like, term papers kind of looming over my head, and I'm like, I'll get to them, I'll get to them, and now I have four days to get to them, you know, like, I'm, I'm like, out of time, I have to do this, 
I have a mountain of laundry in my room that's clean that I need to fold. And I swear to God, every time I look at it, I'm like, I don't have enough time to do that yet. <laughs> like, I need to set aside like six hours of my life to like fold this. Like, I swear to God. And I I know from life experience, it's going to take me 20 minutes to like fold it and put it away. But in my head, I'm like... I have to completely rearrange my schedule to get that done. Yeah, that task is insurmountable. <laughs> it's stupid. So stupid. <laughs> well, it sheds new light on why are you podcasting then? Why are you why are you doing with this with me, man? <laughs> it's a great question. You should work on your papers. Let me help you work on that paper. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, let's just let's do my paper and we'll just release it to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? What's the paper about? Uh the environmental impacts of the marijuana industry. Okay. Paragraph one, impactful. (laughs) (laughs) Just start off with one word. That'll be my attention getter. (laughs) Draw a line. We're going to make this interactive. You're going to draw a line, a big squiggly line. It's going to be some weird maze thing on the paper. It's going to be in the bottom right-hand corner. It's going to turn into an arrow. And there'll be another word there. And it'll just be yes, period. Turn it in, (laughs) A+. There you go. The worst part about this paper actually is I'm kind of mailing it in because it's on an easy class and I calculated what I need to get on this based on what I have and what I'm going to get on the final test. And I really don't need to do that good. So I'm pretty much just uh, getting some ideas out there for three pages and then going to hit send on this bad boy. I would say that that's pragmatic. It's practical. You're planning ahead. For the time you'll need to fold that laundry. Yeah, I I don't have, you know, eight hours to give this paper because it's going to take me eight to get myself out of my bedroom. (laughs) I'm like stir crazed and I feel like it's hard to do anything, you know? Yeah. It sounds like you're having the same issues. Yeah, it's just, it's, well, especially since I've always been pretty unproductive as far as homework goes at my house, but... When I was on regular school schedule, I wasn't here necessarily all the time. So, like, I could be productive for short spurts of time or I can go to the library or use the St. Ambrose campus or whatever. But now that I can only exist here, it is a lot more work to be productive. And I found that the more we're doing this, the less I care to fight myself. (laughs) You know, I only had so many fights in me and I feel like I used them up. On the first week? (laughs) Pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, man. What do you want to talk about? How, uh, How you, you, you okay? You, uh, do we need to end this? Because I feel like you you don't want to talk about it. No, I just don't. I just don't want to keep talking about not having any motivation for being stuck in the same small little cube. Let's let's uh, set our imagination afloat and go somewhere through the experience of conversation. Where can we? Let's go, go to Sacred Heart Hospital. All right. <laughs> are you uh so are you caught up to on their podcast? Uh no, I think I've got one that I haven't listened to. Are we are we just going to uh become the commentary for a different person's different set of friends podcast? Is that what this is becoming? No, I'm not going to actually talk about their podcast. I'm going to I'm just asking where you're at in the world. Oh, um yeah, I'm I'm watching as uh they're releasing. I'm not watching ahead. Okay, so I bailed on that real hot. I made it three episodes. I was like, not going to keep waiting. <laughs> and I just 
kept going and now i rewatched the episode they're going to talk about uh-huh. but what i want to talk to you about is i think that the last time i watched scrubs was like in high school like i don't think i've rewatched it since high school and i remember it being funny and i remember really liking it i've completely forgot how many scrubs episodes i still quote and still impact my life to on like a daily basis like i'm i think i'm at in season three now damn you're crushing like, it I got I got a lot of time. You weren't just watching ahead, man. You were full gates wide open, blown open like a tornado hit. And you're the cow that flew a hundred meters away. In into more episodes, is what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh but dude, it's like I just forget how much stuff like I remember certain parts of the like when Turk and Carla are like dating or whatever. And I remember like they would go, they would have like a problem and then they would handle the problem in the episode. I'm like, I want to handle problems like that when I'm like in a serious relationship. With you know, like I remember thinking all that stuff and then like just, I don't know, Dr. Cox and all those things. And I just am super pumped that they're doing this podcast to make me revisit it because I really forget all the things that I remember from that show. Like that line, I think JD says it where I hurt you so, or I miss you so much. It hurts sometimes. Yeah. I use that line all the time, and I couldn't have told you before this where it came from. <laughs> like, I, I didn't remember what, like, who said that, but oh. I say that all the time because it's so funny. That's in the, like the first episode or second, maybe, and it is hilarious. So many aspects of it, that just the statement of it, but also like his resistance to try trying not to say a certain something like that, and then it just. <laughs> It goes the full opposite direction. And then the the huge look of regret right after. It's all it's all perfect. It's a perfect scene. Dude, it's so good. And I just want nothing more out of my life except to be Bob Kelso in the later seasons. Like after season one where he's not like when he's less mean, he's just funny. They just use him to like I don't know, make fun of people. Like that's all I want in my life. Are you talking about the end of the series where he's like retired and he's just in the coffee shop, just not doing anything? Well, well, that, but also like season one, he's just like a jerk. He just rolls around. He's like mean to people. But like season two and three, they start to actually make him funny and like put him in situations like that. He doesn't really need to be there. He just like will roll through a scene and just like mock everybody in it and like keep walking. Uh-huh. I just want that to be my life. <laughs> You're already kind of living it. That's kind of your MO. Uh, it's maybe I just, maybe I'm missing the glory days because I'm locked up and Rachel's my only person I can make fun of. Anymore. Right. Yeah. You, you don't have as, as, as big of a field right now to, to shoot at. Dude. So speaking of Crawford, uh, they, I sent you that picture. I made that composite of like three of my faces to like send in. So they're doing like a bartender thank you, basically. Let me describe this photo. I'm going to set the scene. It's a it's a portrait. It's a black and white portrait. You're in focus. You're centered. Uh, there's a black background. And you did this superimposed effect where you put two of your f- different images of your face enlarged. So they're like a background element. All right. Go on. Yeah. So this is an image for Crawford. Yeah. They asked us to basically... Every week they're going to post like a picture of a bartender and they're going to have like a personal message for people that have like donated to the brewery or like continue to support us or whatever. So I got picked last week and they're like, hey, you need to give a picture and just like a short message. So I looked at like what other people had done and it was basically just like 
they had like a Crawford hat or a shirt or something on and we're like drinking a beer and we're like, I miss you guys or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'll guess I'll just like do something like that. So like I go to take a picture. I'm like, this is, this feels weird. This doesn't feel like, I don't like this. And I was like feeling kind of self-conscious about it. Then I was like, why don't I like this? I was like, well, it just doesn't feel genuine. So I was like, well, what can I do that's going to make me feel comfortable with the process? And I decided to not take it seriously at all. So I like made that. I like instead of doing the homework or folding my laundry or any of the other things I should have been doing. Yep, yep. It took like an hour and a half out of my day to learn how to do the Photoshop things I need to pull that off. Because previously I had no idea how to do this. And I just like I you know it was a little bit of Google search and found a couple of good videos, watched them, and then just hit the ground running. <laughs> and then. Uh, so I made that stupid picture and then I had to like send a message. Yeah. Is your message like, hey, thanks for being you, you wonderful, beautiful person. Thanks for the money. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> but I started to type like something to the effect of like, this sucks that, you know, our worlds are like so crazy right now. Like hang in there. We'll like do this again soon or something like that. And I was like, that doesn't feel like anything I'd say to any of these people that walked in the bar. So then I tried to put myself in the shoes of like, if some of my favorite regulars walked in right now, like, what would I say? And then I basically said, like, thank you for the support. Like, it means a lot because I felt like that was important. And then I was like, I have no idea how any of you are getting by without me in your life. And I feel bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) I just went from this, like, ridiculous, like, I took this stupid stance about, like, the worst part about this is that you don't get to see me <laughs> and just didn't take the thing seriously at all. And I uh, was pretty proud of the whole the end product. <laughs> I, I, You should be, man. You've said some very enlightening things right now, which is who cares about being serious? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, we, okay. I know I've said this before, but we straight up have to make that into a bumper sticker. Who cares about being serious? Seriously. <laughs> All That's right. such a bumper sticker if I've ever heard one. <laughs> um, in the vein of doing things that instead of doing things you should be doing, you're doubling down on things that maybe don't need the, the time requirement or are wholly unnecessary. Um, I have a few to share with you that I've been doing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, lay them on me. <laughs> I can't hold on. Let me take okay. a guess. Let me take a guess yep. at one. Um, oh, God, this is going to be good. Have you been seriously learning how to play the tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is a section on this list that I'm making about future endeavors, and tambourine is now on it. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard the little click of my keyboard writing tambourine. Uh, one of them is an image that I gave you earlier. Rubik cube. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot, just not what I expected to be doing and probably not what I should be doing. <laughs> that's that's what this bit is. Yesterday, I decide I, I've been cleaning a lot around here. I've been, uh, I don't know what you say. I'm trying to fix the world by fixing the clutter near me. That's what it seems like I'm doing. I'm just frantically (laughs) cleaning up. And during that time, I found this Rubik's Cube. 
And then I'm like, hmm, I've, I've done this before, but I forgot. So I retaught myself and the goal was I'm going to learn it so well that I can teach literally anybody. <laughs> so next time we're in the same room together, I'm going to teach you how to do the Rubik's Cube. No, you're not. Because I got it, man. It's steel trap. <laughs> Locked in. You're... You're you're not. You're really not. You're gonna be so. You're gonna miss me so much that it doesn't matter what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a lot of experiences because we haven't seen each other in a while, and it's gonna be weird. And this is on the list. Rubik's cube. All right. Do I get one on the list? Yeah. Yeah. I guess give and take. I say we get tattoos like right on the inside of our wrists, right here. Okay. <laughs> and it's a it's a QR code. To our podcast download link. <laughs> <laughs> the issue with that is we're going to change our name at some point because it's tradition and the QR code won't work anymore. We're going to have to, they're going to start going up our arms. <laughs> See, so, that's why we do it. That's like the ultimate uh, commitment to our current name. Okay. I'm in left or right hand. I say we do right because then when you shake someone's hand, you can flip it over and like show them and you're like, hey, pull your phone out. The, the way <laughs> you make them, you like have them locked in. The way I think it would be even better is you get half of it. I get half of it. And we have to put our <laughs> arms together and be like, hey, you want to visit our podcast <laughs> to some random stranger and we're holding our arms. <laughs> Dude, I would not be able to keep my straight. <laughs> You would have to do all the talking because I would not be able to handle that moment. Oh my god, that'd be uh, so funny! Can you imagine like trying to line our forums up because it's like kind of uneven? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I love that. Um, another thing I learned that I think you might actually have fun with, uh, fun doing this with me. Is uh, I learned how to play poker. Hey, nice. Yeah. I got a set of chips. I think we should do that when we get back into the same room. Have a poker. Now. Yeah. Uh, my dad, my dad, I think, likes playing, so we could have him him join. Have a little card night. I love it. If your dad likes to play. Yeah, he wiped the floor with me the other day. He seems like he'd be really good at that. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> I can attest. Did you actually... Did you lose anything besides your ego? Besides irreplaceably losing the ego? No. <laughs> but irreplaceably losing the ego, I think, is enough. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you got devastated. You didn't just get beat. <laughs> I also figured out how to pour a shot of espresso. My little brother taught me how to do that. So I'm I'm becoming a man of the world, AJ seasoned all it took was a pandemic for you to get some culture in your life uh-huh i also love that a man of the world is knowing how to play poker use a rubik's cube <laughs> really well and pour yourself a shot of espresso i looked up online the reason why i did those three things is because i looked up online is how to be a man of the world and luckily for me there was a list and i'm checking them off one <laughs> at a time <laughs> I feel like other items on that list is to be able to like hand make and hand toss pizza dough. Okay. Like sharpen a knife. And then I don't know, like like perfectly peel and slice a mango. 
are you saying those things because I've told you in the past that I am uh, I have huge anxiety over not being able to sharpen mm-hmm. a knife, not being able to manipulate a pizza, and mangoes I'm just scared of in general? It couldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> to be a man of the world, you have to face your fears. That's uh, on the list. It's number four. I'll have to check that off. It's only the fourth thing you have to do. <laughs> Until you master the Rubik's Cube, you really don't have to face your fears. Um, you know how you have like Trello boards for everything? Yeah. We should also, side note, try to reach out to them as a sponsor, I feel like. Because like all we do is talk about your Trello board. Um, secondly, I have a Trello board for all your deepest anxieties. And I just update that as you let them, let them rip. Uh, when's the last time you inputted data? Uh, like two podcasts ago, I think. Oh, good. That means I'm 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 getting better. <laughs> you you are playing a little bit closer to your chest. <laughs> okay. What's the what's the very last thing you put on that list? I'm asking for a friend. Well, I'm gonna add uh, clutter because I feel like that's something that's stressing you out. So I feel like clutter is probably part of your anxiety. Okay. Uh, question. I'm also uh, a friend told me to ask you this one as well. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do with this list? <laughs> oh, I don't know yet. Just keep it in, <laughs> in case it comes up. In case it comes in handy. <laughs> Never know when you need a list of your friends' 20 worst fears. <laughs> There's tons of reasons to have that list. A lot of actionable things in the future that, that would uh, be useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and basically no downside for me to keep it. You're right. I mean, there's even plenty of upsides. I could think of 10 right now. <laughs> So what what else are you doing that's weird or uh, you probably wouldn't have done outside of this pandemic? Uh, I don't. It's accelerated some. This is probably isn't a good answer. I'm not really doing much else that's like weird per se, but it's accelerated some photography interests of mine. So like I've always wanted to shoot the Milky Way and be better at shooting the Milky Way. But I've known that part of the re like like one of the drawbacks is you need like you basically need a star tracker that can you like set a certain direction and it rotates with the earth essentially. So instead of taking like, you know, one 20 second or 30 second picture of the stars, you take like a hundred of those same intervals, but you can easily stack the images then and then you can create like a lot of depth and character to the Milky Way. So like have you seen those pictures of Milky Way where you looks like you see like those colors of clouds in it? Like the edges are like kind of like a deep red or blue and like it's like super detailed. Yeah. That's how you do that. You like track yeah, you have to track it for like hours and take like a bunch of different exposures of it and then stack it all together. And then you have to take like they're called dark images, which is like essentially you're taking a picture of your camera's sensor. So like you cover it and you take a photo and then you see like any pixels or any hotspots that are like causing like image degradations, right? And then you actually factor those into this program too. So you take all the exposures of the Milky Way and then you take all those dark images and you just dump it into this program and it stacks it all and it takes out any pixels of yours that aren't good on your sensor. And then it uh, creates a lot of depth and, I don't know, detail to the image. And that's always been something I wanted to do, but like never really had the time to look into it. And I'm kind of pursuing that now. You're pushing that forefront. Yeah, I'm just trying to read about it and see, like, try to get my 
head wrapped around the gear and how you pull that off and like what what software and things that need okay so if action is you on a horse with a horn and a sword running into battle right now you're sharpening that sword in front of your hut with a fire a blazing 9 p.m that's where you are you're doing your research I'm like eyeballing the horse because I'm like not totally sure I know how to even get on it, but I'm like watching other people like hoping I like pick up tricks. Cool. Cool. Uh, That sounds very complicated, but it also sounds pretty straightforward. You have an interesting mix there. It's like knowing the, having the right tool for the thing is what you need right now. Yeah. I hope you can ride that horse soon into battle. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I I hope so too. (laughs) So I've watched Scrubs, yeah, but I've also been kind of re-watching some of the old Star Trek Next Generation stuff, and I'm doing that because in the top left-hand corner of each episode, I'm watching it on Netflix, it says rated TV PG for sex, comma, fear, and I'm just trying to get to the bottom of that. I have the time. <laughs> I'm trying to figure what do you mean that you're out. You're trying to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> what are you trying? Are you trying to see where the sexiness or where the fearful sexiness? Both. <laughs> I just <laughs> trying to see how they earn that rating. Yeah, it's weird. It's on every episode. It says sex fear. It's some Maybe. it's some mess up, but I I find it delightful. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> Kept you engaged for a while, so that's you find it really funny. Well, the first episode, first couple episodes, I was studying intently. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where's the, where's the, where's the fear, <laughs> and where's the sex implications? I couldn't find. I them. imagine you with a big yellow legal pad, just writing down anything that might be with a timestamp. I, I actually have two legal pads. One, you know what each of them are titled. I wanted to keep them separate. <laughs> sure, yeah. And I have a third one that has, <laughs> that has them both with a, a forward slash, <laughs> in case there's any overlaps. It's a good organizational system you have. Did you come prepared to enlighten me on any topic, any thought, any activity? Well, my time lapse, my Milky Way shooting, and scrubs are my three big ones. Mm. I didn't have a fourth. I've been waiting for that fourth. Just like my list that I'm going to do to be a man of the world. We're currently on topic four. (laughs) Facing your fears. This fear is the unknown. I don't know, man. It's been hard to have a conversation today because you keep cutting out with your uh, visuals. You're, like the screen's just going oh, black. I? So I'm just... Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just talking to myself and you are a, uh, I guess, figment of my imagination. Both the angel and the devil. What? <laughs> What if right now you woke up and it was 10 a.m. this morning and none of this happened? Oh, my gosh. What a loop around. <laughs> That's how you finish a story. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> really bookend the experience. Uh, you know what's a fun project we could do? What's that? I think two years ago, Clemson football did like a hype video for the national football championship. It might have been three years ago. I don't know. And it was basically like a... <clears throat> POV video of them like one of the players like waking up and like going throughout their day right 
and they're like wearing like the camera on their chest so you're you're seeing them go through everything but then like at one point they're like they like go to the, look at themselves in the mirror before they go out onto the field and then you don't see the camera obviously you just see them in uniform like stretching or whatever and i always thought it was a really cool video and we could we should do one of those for our podcast that's like getting up and get ready to podcast <laughs> and we're like we're like stretching out and like i don't know like chugging a beer or something right before we like get on and do this <laughs> okay i'm in um you should set up a list on your trello of all of the cool things that we could do for the podcast but don't <laughs> <laughs> You have so many good ideas. I am actually. We should execute on one. <laughs> Just one? <laughs> Take baby steps, man. I think, um, God, it's now, it's so funny you just said that because I was like, oh, I'll make it, I'll, I'm literally going to make this note. And I go to my little podcast note folder and I see just the graveyards of all my other <laughs> ideas. <laughs> oh, it's not good. Titling this cool ideas we could do for the podcast, but won't. What's the thing where you're a car salesman? You under promise, over deliver. There's the positive spin to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except we don't, we don't, we don't over deliver. We don't even deliver. <laughs> Let's positive spin to the end of the podcast, huh? What a segue! You nailed it. I do okay sometimes. Bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> that goes on the that goes on the cool list of things we won't ever do. <laughs> I feel like we could do that one. If if there's anyone that we can do with little to no effort on either of our parts, it's that. What did you say? Don't ever be serious, seriously? Yeah, something like that. Uh well when you re listen to this podcast twice, let me know. Okay. So how are you going to end the podcast with a upwards inflection of positivity? I can't wait to do this with you next time. <laughs> that kind of felt like one of your messages you're sending to your patrons. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, read it however you need to help yourself. Blah, 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 blah. So, I feel like this was kind of like the ship is the house that we're stuck in right now, which is the room, the rooms we're in from a distance. And I feel like the ocean is our friendship that uh, that's somewhere down the line in which we can actually be out in the open together. So regardless of what where we are simultaneously, Schrodinger's cat going back in to the ship and jumping off. That's our friendship. It worked out. <laughs> regardless of what we do it's gonna work out i love that <laughs> usually i'm not very good at ending but right now i'm just literally saying whatever and somehow landing on my feet it's unprecedented <laughs> maybe you need more of this uh this attitude <laughs> whatever you got today maybe you need to come in with more of that bottle it package it sell it ship it you could name it Confidence by Jason. Yeah. <laughs> topical spray. Essence de confidence. And then we're going to have someone just walking along a road and also walking on a treadmill. And that's like a two up. And that's just the whole commercial. It's just those two people staring into your eyes. And it's just going to say Essence de, Essence de confidence, a company of Jason. Those are my ideas. 
and I stand by them. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. That's a good one. Don't change it, regardless of what people tell you. Don't change that one. Well, do you think we I th- did? A- I think we should name it. Huh? What's the name? Give me the name. Quarantine Chronicles. AJ got his age wrong. AJ's okay. I'm in. I love it. Or you, or like AJ forgot his age. Something like that. Because <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I wasn't, I, uh, I almost didn't say anything, but I, you know, I had to, I got to take my punches when I can get them. Yeah. Don't hold back. <laughs> I, w- I would have. <laughs> Bing, bam, boom. All recipes. <laughs>